0: While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I am your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to share topics and guests that will empower you to grow as a confident leader and take your business or your life to the next level. Today, I'm so pleased to have my guest, Peter Lynch. Let me tell you a little bit about Peter. He is a speaker, he is a coach and a proud dad. He is on a mission to empower entrepreneurs to go from revenue plateaus and self-sabotage to breakthrough performance and profits, so they can serve more people and fulfill their purpose. He's passionate about empowering others to succeed and live their purpose. He's gone through a dark night of the soul, coming to the brink with the question, why bother? Peter was depressed and suicidal as a teenager and in denial. Peering into the dark sky on a cold night, alone in the woods, there in his early 20s was a turning point, a decision to live with purpose and passion. That decision led to a journey of self-discovery and growth. Peter had to walk through the scars of his soul. He carried trauma he was scared to admit to. He tried to stuff it down out of shame and almost cost him his life. Now he had to face it and find healing. Today, our theme or title of this podcast is How do you overcome imposter syndrome and self sabotage? Please join me in welcoming Peter Lynch. It's a pretty good story, there you have.
2: Or you tell pretty it pretty
1: powerful. well, <laughs> pretty powerful, powerful, you know, it, it just really evokes in our minds that situation, you know, it mm. takes us there, makes us reflective of, you know, maybe times in our life or what would we do in that situation? Would we make the same decision?
3: Mm. Mm.
1: So I always start out with easy, unheavy question, and that is just simply to tell everybody what part of the country do you call home? Where do you
2: live? <laughs> it's not so easy for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you a nomad reason. like so many I have.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Reason being, we just uh, we were in Colorado mm-hmm. about until about two and a half months ago, and we started a just a nomadic oh. lifestyle. So, home for the moment is Florida. Nice. Uh, down along the Gulf Coast, been enjoying the been enjoying the stay here, and looking forward to continuing our travels down into South America, South and Central America.
1: Awesome. So, are you in hotels? Are you doing VRBO, or how are you doing this? You yeah, just-
2: mostly short-term uh, rentals, but taking a couple weeks to a month or so at a time. So, VRBO, Airbnb there's a couple other places and yeah. checking back and forth, you know, across different platforms and always surprised at what different time, et cetera. So. Yeah.
1: And, and South America really will give you that, that immersion in a different culture. So mm-hmm. different than, so different than we have here.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always a, always a uh, privilege and a great experience to, to have that kind of immersion and realize, you know, yeah. experience, yeah. Experiencing a different worldview, different language, different culture. It's a very expanding kind of experience. Love it.
1: So definitely when you get back, I'd like to have you back to just talk to you about that whole experience. I think that would be so interesting yeah. to share with the audience.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
1: So let's get into this great topic of, self sabotage and the imposter syndrome that so many people not just entrepreneurs but really people in business people in sports people in the you know hollywood they all have it and and it's how do you deal with it so what is the key to a confident fulfilled life in your opinion
2: well i think it comes down to Understanding first of all, the 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 root of the word con- confidence uh, comes from the Latin root confide, which means understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we look at it through that perspective, uh, my my approach to confidence fulfillment, all of it comes down to understanding what of what of yourself. Uh, you know, know thyself, as the mm-hmm. Oracle of Delphi would mm-hmm. say, right? Know thyself, because in knowing yourself the key, uh, you find the key to the rest of your life. You find the key to understanding others, if you understand yourself. But if you don't understand yourself, how do you connect with the other? So when we're struggling in leadership and influence and sales, et cetera, it's because, well, a lot of times we're disconnected from ourselves. And so that disconnect from ourselves becomes a disconnect from the other as well. So the most important relationship you can build and restore is that one with yourself. And that leads to confidence, confide. Once I have self-knowledge, I have self-confidence because that also means I'm no longer comparing myself to the other. Because Mm -hmm. the only comparison is to myself, who was I yesterday and who am I becoming tomorrow? Mm -hmm. How would the me of 10 years from now handle this decision today, Mm -hmm. right? And healing the wounding that leads to the conflict and the sabotage and Mm -hmm. the self, you know, right? Because most of those things, they're symptoms, they're not we were not designed for self sabotage we were not designed for imposter syndrome there's symptoms of a wound that uh, that abides deep within the soul within the heart of it really the inner child you know as we we think of it as the unconscious mind um, it really takes mm-hmm. the shape the persona of that inner child right. that has a misunderstanding about life and who we are and how we per- how we partake in the role we play in life uh. and then seeks to grab the wheel and readjust to what <laughs> it thinks you know, based on its past conditioning. And so, you know, that's part of confide, confidence is to know that child, restore, it's a, it's a restoration, remember, mm-hmm.
3: remember
2: yourself, remember who you are, which is the opposite of dismember. We think mm-hmm. of it as memory recall. It's not really, re- you know, I'm not recalling a memory. I'm remembering, restoring yeah.
1: uh-huh.
3: that
2: that, that, sh- that schismed or shattered image of who I am meant to be. Yeah.
1: I think always whenever you're trying to uh, get back that confidence, just think about how you were when you were two years old or, <laughs> or, you know, and, and, and one, I, I look at my grandchildren and nothing frightens them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I have to always hold myself back from telling them, don't do that because you're right. going to kill yourself or you're going to whatever, but right, um, they have no fear and, and, and nothing that they do Embarrasses them, and I yeah. think if you would just remember that—that that, oh well, mm-hmm. you know—is it going to kill you? <laughs> you know, if it's not going to kill you, give it a go, give it a uh-huh. shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so why do so many entrepreneurs work so hard, and yet they see no results?
2: Jeez. because of the self-sabotage, right? Which is really because of the inner conflict, which is really just because of unresolved. Trauma. Yeah. And trauma is one of these words that has a, is, has a lot of baggage.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't want to say, oh, I, I don't have trauma. But it doesn't take much for us to have trauma as the reality, the, the actual neuro, speaking neurologically, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times we think, oh, it has to be some kind of really dramatic event in your life. But simple name calling on a playground for yeah. a child over six months has the same effect on the mind, on the brain. Neurologically, it's the same effect as one event of sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Right So all of us are carrying trauma, which is really just conditioning. Trauma is really, to put it simply, it's that which is keep, is, is an aberration from who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. right? Because back to that little two-year old has no shame in being themselves, they're not embarrassed of themselves. But when we're embarrassed of something about ourselves, that's kind of a trauma, right? Of some form. We judge ourselves as somehow being unacceptable, et cetera. So all of these conditions lead to an experience where our energy is schismed Mm -hmm. because we're spending a great deal of energy trying to be something. And if you're trying to be something, you're not being yourself. And if you're not being yourself, you're robbing the world of the gift Mm -hmm. that is you. Because once again, living with fulfillment, finding your purpose comes with confidence, which comes with knowing yourself because it's all within you. You know, I look at it as the way we are created. We're already created with our purpose and our our plan for our life is there. We have a role to play and that Mm -hmm. role, that gift to be shared, a gift is given and it is meant to be received Mm -hmm. and to be given, right? So my gift is not for me, it is for others. It is to be shared with the world. That is my purpose. That is where fulfillment comes. But for me, why do I speak to this is because I've had such an experience of my own self-sabotage, getting in the way, working so hard, trying to make things happen, and nothing getting anywhere. Why? Because I was getting in my own way or I was trying to achieve something that was wrong for me is -hmm. the other thing, which, again, comes from self-judgment. Oh, I should be more like this. My business should be this business. If I have something to prove, I have to prove that I can succeed here before I can succeed over here. That was a big one that got me as a coach for a long time. Well, I need to have my own million-dollar business before I can go help other people succeed in their yeah. business. My role is very different. I'm not the uh, I'm not the creator of businesses. I'm the empowerer of the creator. It's a different role. Yeah. If I'm not true to my role, I don't help anybody. Yeah. You know.
1: That's a great way to look at what a coach is, you know, just to be that empower of the other, you know, um, as you were talking, I I thought about, I work with the youth a lot to teach them self-confidence and in public speaking, because Mm -hmm. to me, that's a launch pad for being the, the individual that they would be so proud of as they grew
3: Mm.
1: and bullying and, and words especially through social media is so prevalent Mm. and um it's so damaging right so i think in our world too as we look at social media as a vehicle for us to grow our businesses Mm -hmm. um, I, I used to tell my daughters don't put anything on social media that you wouldn't want to have on the bus that goes up and down Roswell road that goes like from all the way through Atlanta, okay. you know? So I, I, you know, I think that's something that when we're talking about self-sabotage and self um, uh, uh, being able to not really have the confidence is, you know, what are we saying? and And what is those, what are those words doing to us?
2: Right. It's the unconscious alignment. Right. Right. Because it's easy to say, well, I want to succeed. Mm -hmm. I want my business. I want this uh, this interaction at this networking event to go well. But if it doesn't go well what that means is that unconsciously i wanted right we find what we're looking for it's mm-hmm. part of this hard it's the uh, the process of empowerment right finding your your power is on the other side of the pain the pain of self-realization of taking ownership
3: mm-hmm. right
2: because the the ownership has to come with well the results that i'm receiving are exactly what i want because if it wasn't the if I didn't want it, I wouldn't be receiving it, right? Which means that my focus is there. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the trick, you know, as it were, the, you know, there's kind of these hack layers. I, I like to look at things so much beyond a hack, because if we're just staying at a hack level, well, we're not really yeah, going to grow goes. and heal, yeah. right? But one of the things that has to be understood is the unconscious mind does not process the word not or don't, yeah. right? So if you're saying, I don't want to be broke. The subconscious is just hearing i want to be broke i want to be broke i want to be broke i don't know why you're saying i don't know why you want that but okay boss <laughs> it's not it's not rational the way that our mind is rational it's yeah. just okay doesn't make sense to me but sure i'll just steer <laughs> right that way you know what i mean so we yeah. have to be mindful yeah back to what you're, you know p- p- with language is well, that's how we're programming ourselves. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that programming comes from you know from way back when before we we're even conscious of it. Yeah. So it's it's you'll that's the the beauty and the what always boggles my mind about the healing process is there are things that'll happen overnight and then there are things that are, that are just take years and years and decades, right? And you're still on, you know, on this side looking back, you know, for me, I'm like, wow, I'm still dealing with the same thing. The way that I deal with it is very different now. Yeah. The healing journey is no less. If anything, I feel like it's more intense now than ever.
1: Because you have more awareness too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, a lot of, to get to that next level, you have to really be able to understand that it doesn't, it's a behavior change. It doesn't happen overnight and your expectations are, what can I do a little mm-hmm. to eventually make a big change? But yes. big changes don't come overnight. And I think our expectations lead to our self-sabotage too.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's, the, it's the cumulative process of small mm-hmm. changes
3: right, and right.
2: small habits Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you look at, well, whatever state you're in now that you're upset about or frustrated with and you want to change, that's only the cumulative process mm-hmm. of a lot of small things that added up. Yeah. Right? So the way to change that isn't a sudden, you know, it's not going to be the weekend seminar. Right. No, Sorry. No. <laughs> right. It, it's not going to be one magic meditation. It's going to be a lot of things but they need to be focused and aligned. And so there's that simplicity, there's elegant things are always simple, right? Um, and great things can usually be made simple. So the process is simple. The application is human. So yeah. it's very complex, right? So it's that, it's that interesting dynamic. Well, the, the, the process is simple. Align yourself with where you need to be and then take the inspired action that comes to you today but don't try to do more than that because then you're just, once again, as you just said, yeah. you know, I, I I agree that expectations are our self sabotage, right? We will overload ourselves as another way. And if we're not like, and that's again taking ownership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I said I want to do this, I want to change my life. So then I'm going to make the process so much harder by, <laughs> let, let's just look at it from a physical perspective. If I try mm-hmm. to load myself up with, you know, five 30 minute workouts every day. Yeah. And I'm going from, Little to none. Well, okay. Right. (laughs) Then it's not going to work, you know, and it doesn't matter if I buy five gym memberships to boot, that's not going to motivate me. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not the real answer. The answer is, well, what can I actually do? And being Mm -hmm. real with yourself, sitting down, what can I actually do? Well, maybe I could find two 15 minute workouts Mm -hmm. and commit to that. Great. Guess what? You keep that up for a year. You're going to be you're going to be a different person, Yeah, absolutely. right? But are you actually ready to be a different person? Because if you're not, you'll find five oh, 30 minute, you'll find five hour long workouts and say, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it will, of course, it won't happen. And so that's that place of coming back to the mirror and challenging. Well, do I really want it? Because yeah. if I really want it, I'll actually ratchet it down tone it back and say, what's the actual small change I can make instead of the dramatic thing, the drama, drama, you know, it's like, well, that's usually also a a cry for attention, Mm -hmm. which is a whole nother layer. Maybe your parents didn't get you enough attention. Well, this Mm -hmm. is an opportunity to finally just give yourself the attention that you needed so that you can just put it behind you and live a whole life. Right. Again, remember, remember yourself so that you can be whole.
1: And I think that's why journaling actually helps a lot because it it really puts pen to paper those mm. things, and then you can read back and and see your progress that you might mm-hmm. not have noticed.
2: <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Journaling is huge. I love it. Um, I love it too because it's putting pen to paper is a way of getting. It's it's actually a transmutation. Mm -hmm. of an energy form right because thought is an energy and if we look at just the fundamentals of the you know of physics is just all energy it's the interaction of energy so a thought is an energy frequency and a vibration all those things um which can sound very kind of esoteric right (laughs) but the reality is everything as nikola tesla would say everything is energy frequency and vibration Mm -hmm. your thought is an energy frequency and vibration when you can transmute it out of your head Through your action. So it's beautiful because you're taking action, you are embodying Mm -hmm. it, and then releasing it. When you're done writing that sentence, it is out of your mind, and onto paper. And just that process will actually free up some of your mental energy, which is a great place when we're coming back to working so hard, not seeing results, get some of this out of your head. Free up your energy, you will reclaim your life because your life is your energy is your life, Mm
3: -hmm. you'll
2: reclaim your energy, because it's out of your mind. And now you have energy to put towards the next healing that's needed and necessary. And also, you have a record. And that Mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing. And I was just reminded because my journal is sitting right here (laughs) and I was just, uh, I've been doing heavy journaling the last few days. So it's an interesting timing for this conversation just because so much has been coming up for me, but also as I'm journaling, I was looking back my, you know, my, my journal opened to a couple of years ago. That's kind of an embarrassing admission, right? My journal Mm -hmm. should not be going back a few years, but nonetheless, well, what was it? No, just two, a year ago. There we go. Feel better now. Uh, (laughs) I carry another journal in the same bag. That's also, anyway, mm-hmm. I won't, exp- I won't go into my journaling, pro- like why I have multiple journals, but I have multiple um, too. So oh there we go. You mm-hmm. know, but I just I had that same. So it's just timely you saying that because I just had that experience of reading through some of those things. I'm like, wow, it's a different experience now. Yeah. You know, thank God.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo,
2: glad that one's behind me. <laughs> now I've got this other thing to deal with, but yeah. you know what? Know. All part of the process. And I right. it wouldn't trade it.
1: Does. So, how do you sell more without compromising your integrity?
2: Hmm. Yeah, the question. If you're an entrepreneur, you're to make a difference in the world, right? You have to sell. Yeah. yeah. But sales can feel ugly, you know. And for me, that background of feeling ugly with it came from witnessing a lot of abuse and receiving a lot of abuse—emotional abuse, physical abuse, right—and mm-hmm. then witnessing that a lot of sales tactics are just abusive. Yeah. But I have a mission in this world. You know, and that means I have to sell. That means I have to influence. And then I saw that, well, sales is influence and yeah. influence is power and mm-hmm. power is abused. So, but it doesn't mean that power is wrong. The only way to, to affect great change in the world is to utilize power in a healthy yeah. way. Sure. So we have a fantastic opportunity with the vehicle we call sales right, to alter the way that we've, the way that we facilitate that function. And the word facilitate is very key to that because it goes from being a closer to being a facilitator. Mm-hmm. So the way that you sell more without sacrificing your integrity is to, act- is to ra- go from convincing to clarifying. Mm-hmm.
3: Because
2: if you're convincing somebody, you're imposing your will upon them. That's not right. That's also from a coaching perspective. As right. a coach, it's never for me to say who you should be. Mm -hmm. or how you should be, because I don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. I only have the questions that are going to help you unlock the right answer for yourself. Yes, right. Again, another Latin root is uh, educo. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Education. Educo means to adduce from within. That's the foundation of all coaching for me, and it's the foundation of sales, ethical sales for me, is to induce the right decision. You're facilitating a decision. You're no longer convincing. Because if you convince somebody, you're actually welcoming pushback. Because it's just as simple as, I mean, it's just as simple as uh, in in the art of jujitsu, you know, martial arts. If I push, the other person can push against me. And the more I stiffen up, the more I give them opportunity to choke me out and arm bar me and all that stuff, if Mm you've done I've only, uh, you know, I'm not a, a, I'm not great at jujitsu by any means, but I know enough to understand how easy it is to get, you know, armbarred as soon as you stiffen up. So the same is true in sales. If I'm going to push against somebody and try to convince them, I'm inviting their defense and them to push back. But when you actually lean back and say, "Let's explore this. Is this Mm -hmm. right for you?" Because I actually don't know, right? And I, right? Let's explore if my services are the thing to move you forward. First of all, we need to know what is moving forward look like for you. So all of a sudden you've gone from pitching to eliciting their motivation and eliciting what is their direction, what is their actual best next decision. And If you do it well and you do have a good product, there's a couple of you're right contingencies there. If you have a great product and service and you do a great job of helping them discover where they're at, what obstacles they're really facing, and do a fantastic job mm-hmm. of really just coaching and facilitating. Their decision is probably going to be to buy with you, for, with you, because mm-hmm. the other thing is most other people are trying to pitch them. Right. And, and the thing I hear on my sales calls more than anything else is, "Thank you for listening."
1: I was we- just going to say to me, being an active listener is is vital because mm-hmm. there are often times where I'm not the solution, but I might know somebody else. Yes.
3: That is, and
1: my whole goal is not to be the be all end all. It's to help you. And, and, you know, I have to ask the right questions and, and it's not question, it's question
2: sometimes to dig deep. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. And it's powerful. And if you're not the right fit, let them know. Yeah. Right. Like you just said. Yeah. And then what you've done is you've built trust. Mm -hmm. Then if that person runs into the person that is a right fit for you, they're going to refer them to you. Right. So right. you're building yourself something so much greater in the long term, but we have to be willing to trust that for the long term and let go of the short term, like I need a sale now kind of mentality. I'm going to be a shark. Ah, no, it's not going to work out well because you're burning bridges. Nobody's going to yeah, want to refer somebody exactly. to a shark, right? Right. right. So, <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, you know, you might have what that person needs. They might not recognize it. And you might not be the good fit, you know, relationships Mm -hmm. in, in this world that we live in are so huge. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of us out there that if I don't have a good relationship or fit with you, there's probably somebody else that will. Right. So we talked a lot about imposter syndrome and self-sabotage, and we touched on how to overcome it. But as you're coaching folks, what are a couple tips that you give them to try to overcome those imposter syndrome and self sabotage?
2: Yeah, exploration is always it's 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 bringing clarity. Mm-hmm. All of these processes, it's the same as sales, interestingly enough. It's bringing clarity. Mm-hmm. Where does this really come from? Why do I think this? Yeah, and having that process of honest exploration without judgment. Because why we get stuck in the loop is because there's judgment. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. think this, right? Um, Even as I'm going through my own processing the last few days, you know, I'm checking that within myself as I'm a student of my own process, of course, Mm you know, Um, as I'm seeing things are coming up and I'm feeling I shouldn't, I shouldn't have that belief. I should be beyond that. But the reality is, well, it's there. And if I'm going to ignore it, all I'm asking for is the escalation of the conflict. Right, so I have to actually sit with it and de-escalate and that means exploring where does mm-hmm. this come from why is that coming up for me at this time because it's not opportune timing <laughs> guess what self-sabotage never is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right it's right. always at the worst possible mm-hmm. time when you're going for that big deal you're negotiating something important right you're gonna go uh, speak on a stage you're gonna go you know have <laughs> it's it's always going to be the worst possible the worst time. time. Mm-hmm. But if you're not willing to sit with it and be present, so it starts with being present, and mm-hmm. honest exploration without judgment. Where does it come from? And going through a process of that exploration, and then being able to visit. Well, where, where, you know, where is that younger self? And what does that younger self need to hear in order to resolve this and release this? And then having a um, a, a transmutation towards the end, which is just really a simple exchange, you know, way to. Now that you've explored it, identified how this is no longer true in your life, because that's what it is. It comes down to it's a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. Those limiting beliefs. Our beliefs are leading to actions. You know, it's a belief is kind of the foundation of how we think. It's our worldview. Our thoughts lead to our actions, and our actions equal our results. And in between, there's a whole lot of feeling, right? We feel this, I think this way, therefore I feel this way, therefore I act this way, and then I feel a certain way about the result. And the problem, the broken loop is to think, well, this result happened, therefore I feel this way. The reality is I feel and think this way, therefore this result is happening. So again, coming to the ownership, because if there isn't ownership, no mm-hmm. healing can take place. Yeah. Then with that ownership is the exploration. And then to realize, okay, now that I can see, I've explored it, I understand where this comes from. I see how it is no longer serving me in my life. Now, I can exchange it for the truth. I can forgive myself for the misunderstanding and holding this limiting belief, and I can affirm the truth in my life and look for the evidence, anchor it in. Yep. And it's a simple process, but it's a life changing process. And it's one of those things where you repeat that. And it, this, uh, right? It's that you keep that um, consistent action up. And over time, what will shed will lead to incredible transformation.
1: As I'm listening to you, I, I keep on going back in my mind about all of this needs for you to have that self-discovery of your why, as well as the fact that your why will change as you change, your mm-hmm. why will change. And um, and I think a lot of people don't know what their why is.
2: Yep. And it's... uh. I like what you, yeah, I agree. It's like, it changes. And I think it's almost something that gets hung up. It's like, what is my why? It's okay if you don't know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All you need is the why right now. Why does the next step matter? You know, yeah. I think that's a, that's a big thing. It's like, you know, there's almost a misnomer that we need more motivation. You don't need motivation. If you're listening to this podcast, you are already motivated. Mm-hmm. You're already here. It's, sim- it's just simple math. You're already motivated to listen to this. If you were not motivated, you would not be listening. So it's no. a, it's, it's an axiom, right? It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a presupposition. So with that, what do you need next? You yeah. need the right next action, implementation, inspiration. Inspiration is the mother of action because action mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with inspiration. So what is the next inspired action you can take and why? Well, you might not know your grandiose life why yet, Right. I don't know that any of us do. We think we do in the moment, right? I have some, I could come up with some fancy answers. <laughs> um, but, the, but the reality is every, you know, every time I revisit it, it feels like it gains new perspective. Yeah. Because I, I really look at it through the lens of it's a calling. It is yeah. calling to me. So I am becoming what I am meant to be. So as I am becoming that ideal image, will I ever know that? I don't know. That's no, because me.
1: it changes constantly yeah. you know, as you, as you grow, as you develop, it changes.
2: Yeah. You know, there's no, know. I've arrived.
1: Yeah. It's like, right.
2: That would because, be boring. Honestly, yeah, that, exactly.
1: that's <laughs> right. It would be, I, I, you know, people ask after I retired, like, why are you back doing? And it's like, because it's exciting. It's, yeah. it just makes me want to get up every day. Right.
2: There you go. There you go. So,
1: so why does conventional self-help advice actually put you backwards?
2: <laughs> because a lot of it is based on this idea that you're trying to develop into something and add something on top. And the reality is when we're doing the healing process, it's not about trying to add and okay. to change and to develop, it's a matter of discovery. It's not development. Yeah. It's discovery of who you are. And who you are resides underneath layers and layers That's of conditioning and baggage, pulling. right? Yeah. It's feeling so the onion, right? Yes. And, and and so a lot of times, once again, in self-help, there's a lot of this motivation. Oh, you need motivation. You're already motivated if you're engaging with the the subject. So yeah. you don't need motivation. You need practical steps of self-discovery and to facilitate your own transformation. One of the things I hate to see is this guru-itis, I'll call it, right? Where somebody becomes this ideal person. Oh, people should be more like me. I'm going to hold weekend seminars because I'm the ideal person. And if you were all more like me, you'd be better people. It's not the case. There is no ideal person. Mm. The ideal for you is you Mm -hmm. at the core of your being. Yeah. And, and um, sorry, I think my internet just kind of wigged out a, a minute. Yeah, but, um, the,
1: you said at the core of your being.
2: Yeah, who you are at the core of your being is, your, is the ideal for you, mm-hmm. right? So it's really a bit, just a matter of self-discovery more than it is development. As we are developing into who we are meant to be, that's already who you are. So it's this interesting dichotomy that's going yeah. on because it's really, it's that restoration. Healing is an inside out not Mm. an outside in. That's the, that's the coffee. It's it's so it's a different direction. A lot of times the right ideas, but applied the wrong direction Mm. and that direction can be make or break Um, because, because the, 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 the result, why I, why that matters to me is because I just, I'm, I'm, I hate watching good people who are motivated apply, the right principle the wrong way and just end up burned out. Yeah. You're right just end up more broken, more frustrated, further behind, more broke because they're spending money on seminars and courses and all these things and not actually seeing meaningful change. Real change.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of times is that you know you you do all these courses but you never put into action.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: What you've been taught or what you've heard Mm -hmm. and and it and that action may not have you progress but at least you can say well that's not for me yes but you know just to go and absorb you know i teach public speaking and i can speak in front of you all day long and and you're not going to get better i'm so Mm -hmm. sorry you're not going to get better unless you do the practice you do the work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and I think that's what, you know, entrepreneurs that are going to all these courses need to understand
3: mm-hmm.
1: a course is great, but the course needs to be engaging and, and have yes. you, a call to action for you to, to try to do it.
2: Yep. And, and it's also the appropriate, right? It's what is appropriate for you right now.
1: Yes.
3: And absolutely. sometimes
2: that's to slow down. hmm And stop trying to do so much because the doing, the doing, doing, doing is a form of drug to distract yourself from the inner pain that is the real Mm. issue that's slowing you down. So do less, be present, because in the present moment is where healing is available to us, but it's also uncomfortable. So we talk about getting out of our comfort zone, but then that's, again, misdirected into, well, I better do more because that's uncomfortable. Well, that's uncomfortable, but it's actually less uncomfortable than actually being present with yourself and investigating why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Right. What do I feel like I need to prove? Hmm.
1: We are just zooming by here in in the time and I am um, at our last question before the rapid fire. (laughs) So what advice would you give your 20 year old self? (laughs) Yeah. You yeah, know, way back there, we talked about that twenty-year-old. Yep. Now, what would you give him?
2: Yep. You can just simply, simply is just love yourself. Yeah. Right. Just, you know, and I, I wish I could add something more profound in a way to say, but I mean, but it's just the most important thing as it comes up for me right now, it's just, just love yourself. Because as it comes down to, you can't be yourself. If you don't love yourself, if you don't accept yourself if you're not being yourself, then you don't have it all. Just it hinges on that. So you have to learn to accept yourself, love yourself, stop judging, stop beating yourself up.
1: Yes, that's right. You know, don't ever say anything in that mirror to yourself that you wouldn't say to somebody else.
2: Yep. Would I talk to my child? And- would I talk to my daughter that way? Yeah. Right. That's
1: right. That's Ooh. right.
2: But guess what? We Here's the kicker. It.
1: Yeah.
2: If I don't change the way I talk to myself, I will end up talking to my daughter that way. You will. Right? Especially, the...
1: especially in times of stress.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So that's why sometimes it's easy to think, "Well, I'll just do things for other people, but I won't take care of myself." You better take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Yeah. Fill your own cup, because if your cup's empty, you don't have anything to give to others. Yeah. You know, that's a reminder that I think we all need to hear. <laughs> A Little more often yeah. than we do.
1: Yeah, to me, that's a rocking chair statement because, you know, my rocking chair statements are as I'm a little older than I am right now. <laughs> and I'm sitting on my porch on my rocking chair. What am I going to regret?
3: Mm.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, it's time for rapid fire. See, you know, tighten your seatbelt here. Here we go. And uh, again, there are so much in your in your background that was interesting to me. So rather than me having some fun, crazy kind of things, I um, pulled out some topics that I would like to still touch on. So high integrity sales. I think it's tied to the earlier question, but just talk to me a little bit about what you think about or what you meant regarding high integrity sales.
2: Yeah. High integrity sales is really when it's it's not... Uh, When the decision is held sacred. Yeah. When the other person's faculty and decision making is held, when they're treated with respect as a human being, not as somebody who you're out to get something from. Yeah. That's the line of integrity. So, integrity meaning something that is whole. It's, it's right. So, high integrity sales is to respect the other person and to facilitate, empower them to make a great decision, not step into a, you know, uh, a position where we're trying to make a decision for them.
3: Mm-hmm. I look
2: at that as really the same as parenting. I'm here to mm-hmm. empower my 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 daughter and my son to live as whole people, not to be dependent on me to tell them what they need.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you tell them too much what they need, whenever it comes time for them to decide what they need on their own, they don't know how.
2: That's it. They, right? We, they so. don't
1: have those faculties to do that. And so we've given them uh, a you know chip on their shoulder or, or a disservice by doing that. Yeah, a that. disability. Yes.
2: I actually created a cultivated a disability at that point. Yeah.
1: Is there anything you would have done differently in your life?
2: Well, that's an open.
1: <laughs> you can narrow it down Ooh. to one thing, you know, just <gasps> I know.
2: My gosh, I mean, you know, I mean, there's, so, it's, it's, what it's a really maybe- interesting one, because it's, it's like, well, there's so many things,
3: yeah, I know.
2: right? On some level, there's so many things. And at the same time, what can I say? Yeah. I'm here now, as a result of what has happened. Mm-hmm. So in a way, what can I, what can I what can I go back and change? Because it's brought me here now to where I am now on this journey. I could sit around and think about how it could be different, but that actually doesn't serve me now and moving forward. So for me, the most important thing is not to worry about what would I have changed then, but what will I change moving forward?
3: Yeah. Right? How learn? do I
2: leverage that past mistake yeah, to become right. something that empowers me moving into the for- into the future?
1: Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Every every turn that I made was a lesson to be learned Mm -hmm. to make better decisions as I go forward.
2: Yes. Yes. We can transmute our pain into power. Right. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm.
1: Top three core values that you
2: have. For me, freedom is always one of them. It's just, uh, I I realize that that is a a driving value of mine. Integrity being uh, absolutely, uh, as well. And integrity. When I say integrity, I don't really abide by that t- definition, which is, you know, the, what pe- what you do when no one's looking. For me, integrity is all about wholeness. So, integrity is about being a whole person because integrity comes from integration. Integration of the pieces makes whole. And uh, thirdly, just honesty, having the honest honesty with ourselves and honesty with others. The honesty cultivates um, honesty cultivates good communication, good relationships. It's yeah. it's the key to growth. There has to be honesty.
1: Absolutely. So we talked about anything you done you would have done differently, but what is the best year of your life so far?
2: <laughs> oh man <laughs> Well it's kind of like, well, this one in a lot of ways I mean it's it's every year has felt... Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many different points that were, were profound uh, turning points. It's hard to, uh, I I would say 2020 though. Interestingly enough, like 2020 Mm -hmm. was really, that was a great year. It was really rough. It was difficult, you know? Um, uh, Yeah. A lot of things that were tough, obviously from the global perspective, but then also personally so many, it felt like, so many additional things for me personally and my experience were layered on top of what was already going on. Yeah. So it's like the stressors went beyond um, beyond capacity. So I was stretched way beyond my capacity, but it was transformative. something wow. kind of it was it allowed certain of my past pieces that needed to go to just snap, and I was snapped out of kind of some of these um, some things that were really just life changing so. I, I, that was a, that was a great year. That was a great yeah, year.
1: I I actually look at 2019, 2020 as transformative years mm-hmm. for me too, that
3: mm.
1: with all the pain and that we went through, I think there was so, so many good things that actually came out of it. One mm-hmm. of which the world slowed down.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I I was talking to my sister-in-law and she and her two kids and husband went to a camping trip for, uh, they had a camper for a month. They would go every weekend and there was no internet. And then, so for a month, all they did were talk and get to reconnect.
3: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: And um, if you know them, that's a big thing for them to mm. not have internet for a month, I guess for a lot of us. Yeah. It, but it was, you know, to start to appreciate family.
3: Mm. so Mm -hmm.
1: the last Mm -hmm. one is recommend your favorite place for you to be able to regroup to re-energize to become a better peter
3: Mm. well
2: the beach (laughs) i love the beach
1: me
3: too you
2: know there's nothing better i mean on some level it's kind of wherever you are Really, because wherever you are, that's where you have the opportunity to be present to yourself. But, but if I'm looking for a place to retreat to, it's like it's going to be the beach. There's just nothing, nothing beats it. Um, a warm beach. I want to go swimming. I'm not. That's exactly uh, right. <laughs> not i I'm not. No longer Yeah, I've had enough of the northern climates. So
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you. At, at some point, I'll. I'm going to start doing retreats for yeah. uh, my groups. And I'll tell you right now, they're all going to be at a beach somewhere. Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> they <laughs> save, all are. Save, yeah. It's like let's yeah let's mastermind, but let's do it somewhere we all want to be. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yep. right. Yep.
1: Okay, this is my warning for all those that are just listening in that I'm going to share my screen so that we can see Peter's contact information, and I will read the website for those that are just listening. But it will be on YouTube and on my website for you to grab the information if you are not watching the video. Okay, so Peter Lynch website is at sleek.bio slash unshakable. That's S-L-E-E-K dot B-I-O slash s h a k a b l e So sleek.bio slash unshakable. He is available on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram by just going to PL, capitalized um, or not, just to PL himself. It's a different. He's on YouTube and he has a free gift, if you will. Um, Go ahead, Peter, and explain about what you have for those that are listening that can take advantage. Yeah,
2: basically a free uh, 15-minute coaching call with me. That's a, that's a call where we're really just going to gain clarity on where where it is that you're hoping to go, what obstacles are in your way, and what the opportunity is uh, really to to move forward, right? And if that opportunity aligns with working further together, we will explore that and book in further time uh, to talk more about that. But that's a that's just a, a call to bring clarity and get you on the right track to move forward. And also, um, another URL I have working is unshakable.coach as an alternative might be a little easier, but
1: uh-huh. um, might be confusing
2: I'm... things as well. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm not the tech guy. So that's <laughs> why I've just been going with this because I don't want to break stuff more than I already have a tendency to. So this has been working. I'll leave it
1: Awesome. There. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, 15 minutes
2: worked. just to get that clarity because clarity leads to right being able to know what the next step is. I'm a firm believer in that. If we're not clear, we're not taking action. If you're not taking action, there's no progress.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. Uh, I loved the information that you shared, your tips, your great insights. I would encourage everybody to check out his website and, um, and, and inquire if you have any questions. His contact information will be there for you to link. and. Um, Definitely, I do want you to come back whenever you have returned from your trip.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. I don't so know so when that that'll can, be. That's a that's right ongoing journey.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I, we yeah. didn't mention that he is a nomad. I, I I think I'm attracting nomads on my podcast here. But, <laughs> All right. But I think you're the third person who has um, decided that home base is a roving uh, place.
3: Yeah.
2: It's...
1: And, <laughs> and uh, so definitely. Uh, want to hear more about that.
2: Yeah. But as
1: too. always, uh, thank you so much for being my guest. And I re- encourage everybody to remember that life is a journey. And it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Netling signing off.